Good morning. You're listening to the top news stories of the day from around the world powered by Newsbulb. Prime Minister Narendra Modi today crossed 10 million that is 1 crore subscribers on YouTube. The closest global leader to him is Brazil's Jair Bolsonaro with 36 lakh subscribers. Indian national leaders are far behind with the closest being Rahul Gandhi at 5 lakh 25000 subscribers. Sources have claimed that the government will consider crypto as a digital asset. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman said today that income from digital assets will be taxed at 30%, the highest tax bracket in the country. However, how and when crypto will be allowed is yet unknown. As the RBI has expressed serious concerns about private cryptocurrencies, citing the risk of financial instability, the government is drafting laws to regulate their use. As per the finance minister, the RBI will build a digital rupee backed by blockchain technology this year. The West Bengal government has allowed the Eden Gardens to accommodate fans up to 75% capacity during the three-match T20 international series between India and West Indies from 16th February. The government said all indoor and outdoor sports activities can take place with 75% capacity at the venue. The New York Times has now purchased the popular vocabulary game Wordle. The game will now be integrated into the New York Times Games Play. Wordle's creator announced this on Twitter on Tuesday. The puzzle requires us to select the word of the day. This year's budget has made provisions for a mental health program. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman said a national telemental health program will be launched for mental health counseling. IIT Bangalore will provide tech support for the program. Sitaraman also said an open platform for the national digital health ecosystem will be rolled out. The pandemic affected education sector is in focus in the ongoing union budget. One class one TV channel will be launched to counter the loss of learning due to the pandemic. The PM e-vidya scheme will be expanded from 12 channels to 200 channels. Digital university to be developed and launched with an aim to provide access to world-class quality education. Centers of excellence to be set with an endowment fund of 250 crore rupees each for urban planning courses. Agriculture university syllabus would be revised to include the need for natural zero budget organic farming and modern day agriculture. For skilling, upskilling and reskilling of our youth, the digital desh e-portal will be launched. Swipe left for more. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman is presenting her fourth union budget on Tuesday. This is a much awaited budget as India seeks an economic boost after the COVID-19 pandemic. Finance Minister said India is expecting a 9.2% growth this fiscal year. Finance Minister Sitaraman began her budget speech by saying that this budget aims to reform the economy over the next 25 years. She said that the creation of 60 lakh jobs is the government's next target. She added that direct payment of 2.3 lakh crore rupees minimum support price will be made to farmers. A new study projects that regions producing coffee, avocado, cashews will be severely affected as the world further heats up. The research hinted that key coffee regions in Brazil, Indonesia, Vietnam and Colombia will all be reduced by 50% by 2050. In areas with low temperatures, the impact will be significant, witnessing a reduction of 76% in Brazil and a 63% fall in Colombia. The researchers analyzed the rising temperatures and changing rates of precipitation over a period of 3 decades. 
YouTuber Hindustani Bahu has been arrested by police in Mumbai for allegedly instigating students. He had allegedly asked students to assemble near the residence of the Maharashtra Education Minister to demand the cancellation of offline exams for classes 10th and 12th. Several hundred students protested on Monday for their demands. The students argued against holding the board exams for classes 10th and 12th in person, saying they had studied online due to COVID restrictions. Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman will present her fourth straight union budget at 11 a.m. today. She will present the financial statements and tax proposals for the fiscal year 2022 to 23 that is from April 2022 to March 2023. India Post Payment Bank has revised the interest rates on savings accounts. It has cut the rates by 25 basis points which will be effective from 1st February. It will now offer a 2.25% interest rate for balances up to 1 lakh rupees and an interest rate of 2.5% up to 2 lakh rupees balance. The Maharashtra government on Monday relaxed the COVID-19 restrictions for districts with a 90% vaccinated population with at least one dose and a 70% fully vaccinated population. All tourist spots will now remain open. Spas will now operate at 50% capacity. A food joint named Swami Shakti Sagar in Delhi's Uttam Nagar has introduced a one-of-a-kind challenge for all food lovers. It is offering seventy-one thousand rupees to anyone who can finish their ten-foot-long masala dosa. The viral video shows how the chef prepared the ten-foot-long dosa and the condiments that have to be finished as a part of the challenge. Dosa to others, buddy, aapke papa aaye hain. The video caption reads. The center on Monday extended work from the home arrangement for 50% of its employees below the level of under secretary till 15th February. Persons with disabilities and pregnant women employees would continue to be exempted from attending offices. Central government officers and staffers will have to follow staggered timing 9 a.m. to 5:30 p.m. and 10 a.m. to 6:30 p.m. to avoid overcrowding in offices. Government had earlier suspended marking of biometric attendance for all its employees till 31st January. The United Arab Emirates announced Monday it is introducing for the first time a federal corporate tax on business earnings starting 1st June 2023. It's unclear how a 9% corporate tax on earnings will impact consumers as businesses can raise prices. The tax will not apply to personal income from employment, real estate and other investments or to income earned from a business licensed outside the UAE. Business profits of up to roughly 1 lakh 2000 dollars will also not be taxed. US President Joe Biden in a meeting on Monday promised Qatar's Emir Sheikh Tamim bin Hamad Al Thani that he will soon designate Qatar as a major non-NATO ally. President Biden said he will notify the US Congress soon about the development. Gay dating app Grinder has been removed from multiple app stores in China. This comes as the authorities tighten control over the country's internet and clear out online behavior disliked by the ruling Communist Party. Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine Spikevax received full approval from the US Food and Drug Administration on Monday. The vaccine had previously been authorized for emergency use in the United States. The minimum age requirement for obtaining the Moderna vaccine is 18 years and above. The National Statistical Office said that the contraction in India's economy during the pandemic hit year financial year 21 was less than estimated earlier. As per the reports, 
The Indian economy contracted by 6.6% in 2020-21 as against the earlier estimate of a 7.3% decline. GDP had also contracted by 7.3% during 2020-21 on account of the outbreak of COVID-19. The National Statistical Office has also revised downward the real GDP growth number for 2019-20 to 3.7% as against the earlier estimate of 4%. The Election Commission on Monday extended the COVID-induced ban on roadshows, padhyatras, vehicle rallies and processions in the five pole-bound states till 11th February. As per the report, Samajwadi Party's Akhilesh Yadav will face BJP's SP Singh Baghel in his bastion Karhal in Uttar Pradesh. Meanwhile, Priyanka Gandhi kick-started Congress's door-to-door campaign in UP from Delhi's neighbouring Noida. In Manipur, a BJP MLA and two other senior party leaders joined Congress. India on Monday abstained from the procedural vote at the United Nations Security Council ahead of a meeting to discuss the situation on the Ukraine border. Ten member states voted in favour while Russia and China were against the discussion on Ukraine at the UNSC. Russia has reportedly amassed around 1 lakh troops near its border with Ukraine. While Moscow denies that it has any plans to invade Ukraine, the mobilisation of troops along the Ukrainian border has resulted in repeated warnings from NATO member states. You were listening to the Newswell podcast. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe and download the application from Google Play Store and App Store.